Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence of Rootspace Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. Pull up a chair while I take a deeper dive into the concerns for the team's present and future. Questions are always welcomed, whether on Twitter, Tim815 on the Anchor Contest Line, or on my Facebook Pre-Arb Excellence Group. Thanks for stopping by for today's episode, The Five-Minute Rule, 207. And ask me questions if I was confusing. Sure, we're going to college. You know, take the classes and, you know, you, you, you're you in this one thing. It's, you know, chemistry 101. Then the next year it's chemistry 201. But then the next, it's a different kind of chemistry. And that chemistry 214. The classes have numbers that assess what the class is. At least sometimes. Not always, sometimes. Well, I say 207, five-minute rule 207. The more I go on with the five-minute rule, the more I enjoy it, the more I like it. I'm assessing, am I doing well at what I'm doing, or am I doing poorly at what I'm doing, in which case I ought to really try to find a way to do better. If I'm doing a bad job at assessing trades then I'd probably better get better at assessing trades. Now, perhaps I'm giving the Cubs front office too much credit for being smart. Perhaps that's how it plays out. And if that's the case, and if I'm doing my job properly, I should assess I am doing a poor job on this angle of trade assessment, and I should get more stringent on how well I'm assessing draft trades, or uh, trades, or draft picks, or whatever. What, uh, DFA wire claims, whatever it is that I'm assessing, if I'm off, generally in the same direction, too often, I should be giving myself negative marks, and I should be pot committing myself to doing a better job the next time it rolls around. You know what? In baseball, the next move is going to happen generally rather soon. You don't have to wait four years like an election or something like that. You're going to have a trade. You're going to have a trade. And you get to assess, hey, oh, okay, here's a trade. Here's a waiver wire claim. I get to assess this. What do I see now? How do I perceive this? Did I do my assessment well or poorly? Etc. 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 I see quite a few people making faux trade ideas on the Twitters. On the Twitters especially. I don't spend a whole lot of time on, what is it, MLB Trade Analyzer. But I'm sure if I was on there, I'd see a lot of trades that ought to be assessed. But not only trades that happen, but trades that ought to happen. The Cubs ought to trade this guy to this team and get this guy and this guy in prospects. Well, yeah, that sounds like a really good trade. I have no idea why the other team would do it. But yeah, 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 fire away. The five-minute rule 207. The five-minute rule 207 is about 
assessing the trades that you recommend, condone, float as viable when they don't happen. When they don't happen, go back and assess your purported trade. Why didn't yours work? Why wasn't yours the one that went? So, for instance, let, let, let's use the um, popular Padres trade. The popular Padres rumored trade. Eric Hosmer plus Robert Hassel to the Cubs for a bag of room temperature spit. That's basically the trade. Cubs don't want Hosmer. They would like Hassel, though. They would very much like Hassel. Understandably so. Robert Hassel is a reasonably well-valued center field prospect. Why wouldn't the Cubs want Robert Hassel? Zooming through the pipeline. Why wouldn't the Cubs want Robert Hassel? So, let's say, when something happens with Eric Hosmer, probably something will, people who were floating Eric Hosmer trades, possible trades, ought to go back and look. Oh, 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 here, here is the Eric Hosmer trade. The actual Eric Hosmer trade. Whenever it happens. Look at the trade. Woo! I was terrible at assessing this potential trade. I was way off. Way off. Either I was giving the Cubs way too much. Possibly I was giving the Cubs way too little. Usually with Cubs fans, it will be a case of I was offering the Cubs way more than they would have received in this trade. Way more. Then you get to ask yourself a question. You get to ask yourself one reasonably important question. Do I have integrity? Do I have integrity? If the answer is no, I don't have integrity, I don't want integrity, I don't value integrity, I don't want people to assess me based on how accurately or somewhat closely I assess things. Don't want to do that. If you have no integrity, fine. Have the heck at it. I'm probably pretty glad I don't follow you on Twitter. But if you do wish to have integrity... When there are trades made, whether it involves Eric Hosmer, Kevin Kiermeyer, Tyler Glass now, Craig Kimbrell, wh whatever the trade that you're thinking, you know what? This is a trade that would make sense for the Cubs. Someone on Twitter today, I don't even remember who it was, what it was, but, uh, back whenever it was last 18 months or so uh, supposedly LeBron James and the Lakers had promoted a trade of 
Zach Levine to the Lakers for one guy I've heard of but really don't know anything about. One guy I've never heard of and don't know anything about. And a second round draft pick for Zach Levine. Hey, guess what? That trade never happened. People who said, yes, this is a trade that should be made ought to be assessing why the hell did I bother wasting anybody's time saying, here's a trade that ought to happen. Because it made no sense. I really don't care if a Cubs credentialed or non-credentialed writer says, here's something I heard. Here's something I heard. Now, you know, here's a potential trade idea. Here's something I heard. I don't care who it is. If it makes no sense, here's what you do with it. You post, here is a trade mentioned in an article by reporter, whoever, for whichever service. And here's what they posted. And it's one of the dumbest trade rumors I've ever heard in my entire life. And it's never going to happen. Easy. You reported the news, you reported the rumor, you mentioned who floated the rumor, and you said, this is a stupid trade idea. It makes no sense whatsoever. Then, as things go along, you assess, were you right, were you wrong, were you whatever. If integrity is important to you, you should be assessing your trade assessments. Trade happens. You say, hey, this is a great trade. I, I was looking back at my uh, Alexander Canario assessment a while ago. I realized, you know what? I was a bit harsh on Canario when it happened. I was a bit harsh on him. I'm better with him now. I was a bit harsh on him at the time. The information that I had had at the time was nowhere near as complete as it is now. Not that it's even remotely complete now. But the information I had then, not so much good. Not really so good. Assess your assessments. And if you're wrong, say that you're wrong. <coughs> it's really not that difficult. It's really not that difficult to say, you know what? I, I, I saw this guy's numbers. I heard this thing that this one person said. I believe what this credentialed writer from another organization said. And I went with my opinion. After having watched, after having listened, after having gleaned a number of games that he actually played in, I have a different opinion. I've learned. I've grown up. I'm smarter than I was. Or I think I am. People who leave their silly ideas out in print in perpetuity and act like, oh yeah, that's completely legitimate because it would have been a heist for the Cubs. Here, let me see. Uh, maybe the Cubs ought to trade. Uh, hmm. 
uh, trade some guy that they're going to cut from the DSL squad, some guy that's had three years in a row of being injured, and somebody else who probably shouldn't have been signed in the first place, except the Cubs had a whole lot of injuries and he didn't do very well, trade him, trade those three guys to the Orioles for Adley Rutschman. It'd be a great trade for the Cubs. But it's a stupid idea because it would make no sense for the Orioles. Put your Cubs cap on. Assess it from the Cubs perspective. Put your opposing team hat on. Assess it from their perspective. And if you're full of crap, expect to get nailed. I've done that before myself. One in mind. It was a while ago. I think I'm better now at putting on the other team's hat than I was. What was that? Eight, nine, ten, eleven years ago? Whenever it was. Assess the other side from as essential of a standpoint as you're assessing your team. Both sides. If it makes total, complete sense for both sides, that's probably a good idea. But so many trades, so many trades, so many trades, so many trades that I see are the Cubs ought to trade for this one guy. And... Usually it's a guy who's pretty good. All-star. Borderline all-star. Maybe, maybe, maybe um, two or three years left on his contract. Like I say, borderline all-star. Quality player. Somebody that every team in the league would want to obtain. And in exchange, the Cubs ought to trade back in the other direction... And then somebody spouts off four of the bottom six guys on the 40-man roster. A right-handed reliever who made it because the Cubs didn't have somebody better on the 40-man roster. If it doesn't make sense for both sides... If you're not willing to take a steel-toed boot kick to the knee or the shin, if you don't respect the other team when you're doing your trade, your faux trade uh, opportunity, don't do the faux trade opportunity. If you're just in a situation where I want good things to happen for the Cubs and I'm not going to think with respect about the other team, don't do faux trades. Stop. And when you're assessing your faux trade, do it, do it regularly. Do it routinely. Assess. Was I accurate? Was I remotely somewhere close? Did this really make sense for the other team? If you get good at that, then do more faux trades. If both teams say, like that one from what, earlier this week, last week, Xavion Curry for Alexander Canario. That's a fun trade to talk about. 
I don't think it'll happen, but it kind of does make sense for both teams. Cubs fans? That'd probably help the Cubs. Defenders fans? Yeah, that might help the defenders. Those are the trades. Whereas the, well, trade this one guy who is barely on the 40-man roster. For these three guys who are really good. No, those trades don't, they, no, no, no. Assess your opinions. Assess your assessments of trades. When you're wrong, wear it. If you're doing a good job of respecting the other team, you don't... If you're doing a good job of respecting the other team, you don't have to worry about embarrassing them. Because you're doing a good job of respecting the other team. The embarrassment comes, the humiliation comes when you're not being respectful of the other team. As long as you're being respectful of the other team, there's no worries. What's really fun is when somebody says, I, I, I saw this fake trade idea out there. Thought I'd bring it up write about an article, have a podcast about whatever, whichever. But you know what? That trade is so completely one-sided for the Cubs that the person who wrote the trade idea should have done it differently. Oh, it's completely to be a Cubs fan. It's completely good to be a hometowner. It's completely good to be all that stuff. At some point, though, <coughs> at some point, though, credibility kicks in. Credibility ought to kick in. And if credibility doesn't kick in, then there's really no, not much reason to pay attention to trade ideas that you're bouncing about. Thank you very much. Have a fantastic weekend. And perhaps, 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 maybe this weekend, Tottenham will play.